Welcome to Theory of Conspiracy. A couple of northern lads from the UK discuss plots, cover-ups, and the unexplainable. Hi, I'm Andy the Skeptic. Hello, I'm Carlos. I believe. If you would like to support the podcast, please talk about this with your friends or give us a review on iTunes. You can comment or contribute at TheoConPod. That's at T-H-E-O-C-O-N-P-O. D, or check the link in the podcast description. Listen up, this is the main bit. Merry Christmas, Theocons. This is our little Christmas present to you, dear listener. We hope it brings you a smile or joy or whatever it is you get out of listening to the ramblings of two blokes from Manchester. <laughs> I like that, was funny. So, Carlos. Hello, sir. Hello, how are you doing? Good, good, good. Do you prefer to give or receive at Christmas? I'll be honest with you. If you um, if you speak from the heart, it's to give. If you speak with your brain, your three pound brain, it's it's to receive. But obviously, I'm having nieces and obviously sisters and a mother. But when you get them something they really want, it's always give. And I'm sure I'm not a father myself, but when you wake up and you see your daughter there with such a big smile on her face, I bet you feel like a million dollars. You do so. It's going to be to give. Sorry, to give. I say give. Yeah, every time. definitely. I think as you get older, you like to give, don't you? It's it's um like you say, if you've got kids, if you've got nieces, nephews, it's just brilliant to see the faces. Even I like to do little stuff. Um, I you know, I'll occasionally do little stuff. We have a thing we just buy for the kids in our family normally. Uh, but I will always just if I see something that I know my brother's into or my, that my sister might like, I you know I'll just buy it and throw it in, and you know that oh, Andy, I've not got you one. I thought we weren't doing presents, and I'm like yeah yeah it doesn't matter. It doesn't. But as when you were a kid, it was like oh yeah, what I'm gonna get, what I'm gonna get. That's all you thought about really. BMX, scale electric, and stuff. But it's just yeah. it's, it's also it's the little things like do you remember. You and I sort of surprised Nick for his birthday back in August, and we were social distance. We were stood in his garden two, three metres apart. That was somewhat simple, but you could see the the, uh, the look on Nick's face and his wife. They really appreciated it because obviously they've probably not had any human interaction for probably two or three months or something like that. So um, it was it was nice for him, and it's like I think you and I were stood there for probably two, maybe three hours. Obviously, I think yeah. we went to do a live stream in City Centre, Manchester. But it's just look, and that was and that's and that was to give because obviously past birthday cards and I think you had a sort of little gift for it, for it. But also it was great because we received because obviously the look on his face was was of such like uh, oh the two mates have come to see me and he was so happy that it made me nice because even though I've received I'm not received anything but I received this sort of his kindness if that that makes sense. So it's it's one of the things where. It's like it works both ways, and it's it's one of the times of the year where if you do something really nice for someone and you see how much they appreciate it, it makes you feel good as well. So it's a win-win situation for everyone, I think. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm sure he was. I'm sure they were seeing um, the regular family, but to actually see some different faces, and exactly for us as well, just for me and you as well. It's literally it, during the whole lockdown, even between the lockdowns, other than. Uh, a visit to Nick's. I think I went again 
uh, later on and dropped a oh why I can't remember why I nipped in oh yeah just I, again it was one of those things where he wasn't expecting anything but I saw a really cheap PlayStation game and Nick had got hold or he was borrowing his um uh someone in the family's PlayStation so he was on a PlayStation for the first time normally he's an Xbox kid and um I saw this game and I went I've already, I've got that game. I'll buy it, give it to him, and we can both play it because we're always like he's into his driving games. Just yeah, he tries to get me on it as well. Just because you can chat while you can play. Yeah, and and he's going. Have you got this? I'm going. No, and I've got. Have you got that? And he's going. No. So we've both got driving games, but none of them are in sync, sort of. So I saw this game and I give it to him and just went around and just and he went. Oh, I wasn't expecting anything. Just like doesn't matter, man. Ego. And anyway, the. uh, we tried to play the I tried to play the game. It's only discontinued in it to the, the multiplayer servers. Basically been taken down. So I literally bought this game. Give it to him and it won't even work. So there you go. So yeah. But it is the thought that counts. Uh, that's like funny you just said you talk about games. That's how me and Nick uh became good friends. Because obviously I had sort of a part time job. I was at college forward slash going to uni and I had a part time job at sixteen years old. And he was a, he was like chief engineer or something at a company. I won't name the company; it doesn't really matter. But uh, I got a part time job there, and we were talking. And I was just because at sixteen years old, what experience have I got? Nothing apart from BMXing or whatever. And it's like, and I said, "Oh, you and T Gay?" He goes, "Yeah, uh, I've just got the new Super SNES." And he goes, "No way, have you got it?" He goes, "Yeah, I got it for Christmas." And it just and he says, "I says uh, if you want, you can, I can I can bring it round." So so we ended up going around to his house, bought the Super SNES, and we're just there from that onwards. We just became top mates, um, yeah, from the Super SNES. So I'm, when he comes around to my house, because I've got an Xbox and I've got an arcade machine, he, just, he doesn't even talk to me. He just sits at the arcade machine just playing there, you know, all the old games from Harry Attack and Yeah Kung Fu and all the old, um, you know, the sports day ones where you have to sort of smash the joypad just oh, so you God, can start running. Yeah, yeah. So he's there. I said, Nick, you're going to sit on the couch and talk to him. Oh, I'm just playing. This. Oh, I'm not playing this since I was 12 years old. So, yeah, he is a gamer at heart, Nick. We went to a place called Arcade Club. Uh, for listeners in the UK and not in the UK, you can Google it. It's a place in Bury, uh, where it's literally um, an old warehouse full of classic. He's got a floor. He's got. He's actually got three floors now. He's got one floor full of classic arcade games. And in there you had, and he went straight over to that game. He went, let's play this, let's play this. And we were there smashing, you know, wiggling the joystick and smashing and trying to run 100 metres and jump over hurdles and everything. I'm like, God, I've not played this since you used to break your joystick playing it on the Atari or Amiga and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, he went straight over to them. But, yeah, um, there's a plug for the arcade club. Um, Can't wait till they're out of lockdown and need to give that place a visit. Just to backtrack back to into the intro, so um, this podcast we're going to talk about Christmas because it's it's the twenty fourth of December. It's coming out the day before Christmas. It is a bit of a Christmas present to our listener, but that's not the reason we're doing it on the twenty fourth. And 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 actually, what today's date is the 9th of December, so we are recording yeah. it a couple of weeks ahead of time. Uh, but the the main reason for today's recording is because it's our, also our one year anniversary. So our intro podcast came out this time last year, pre COVID, pre all that. We just had an idea for a podcast, and uh, we I think we sat around uh, your house. It was before, yeah, a couple of weeks before to talk about it, didn't we? 
and then and then we recorded one and then by the time it got edited it was probably our first meeting was probably this time last year we think no, about we, it, it we, we had to redo it night. do you remember we had to redo it oh we yeah saw, I don't yeah because it, so it, it took us three it, settings three settings to to do it because we were both uh so when you say both uh, we were talking i think we were talking about 9-11 and we were on the podcast and we were showing each other pictures i'm saying it doesn't work on a podcast if you're showing each other pictures you have to talk about it to it it was like we brought look there it is and we go hello i can see it but the podcast couldn't pick it up so we had to sort yeah. of redo it and then we saw okay let's put some points across and and obviously it's like it's like a learning curve and i think after yeah after a good few we got an idea how to sort of try and get it out to the public so they can slip so if someone sat in the car they can see the bigger picture rather than says there it is have a read for yourself well someone sat in the car yeah. won't be able to get involved this is not the only gift we've got for our listener is it carlos um, it is not we just launched on our facebook page the opportunity to win one of our fabulous i'm gonna say t-shirts from our new merch store dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you don't need to put your own jingle <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's to promote season two we're going to give one of these t-shirts away uh the details of how to win this are all on our facebook page so you can head over there check out the link there's a video uh with my boring monologue telling you that and a few examples of the t-shirts you can win but literally uh if you've seen any of the logos on the live stream and you prefer them on a t-shirt and what color you want and what size you want and whether it's for uh for a a man whether it's for a woman you can get one and give it away to someone loads of different styles and stuff like that so um or sell it on ebay yeah. for thousands of pounds <laughs> you might have to wait till we're uh, a bit more famous <laughs> so for podcast listeners that haven't been to our facebook page there's a link in the podcast description called all my links and it will take you and on there there's literally all our social media you click the facebook one it'll take you to our facebook page and the the video is pinned at the top of the page and there's actually a link there's also a pinned um there's also a pinned post to the merch store so you can click the merch store and have a browse and see what you can basically win basically there are four different ways you can enter each one of them is completely free the first way to win is literally by tagging five of your friends on the facebook post just literally do the at symbol type the name and and, and that's it. We'll pick your name up and allocate you like a, an entry into the raffle. You can get another one by leaving us an iTunes review, but come back to the Facebook page and tag your posts with your iTunes username so I can sync them up and give and give you another entry. Third way is, uh, again, using that link, go onto our uh, YouTube channel, um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, pop back over to our Facebook and just give me a YouTube username again, because a lot of usernames on over different platforms don't match up. So I need to know who it is. Also, we'll be contacting you on Facebook. And another way is to follow us on Twitch. So even if we're not live, you can go and find our Twitch channel. Just hit the little heart button to follow. So we're not asking you to subscribe, which costs you money or anything. Just hit the follow, literally just hit the little follow. Again, let us know what your Twitch username is. And, um, and literally, you'll get four entries then. Um, and we'll probably do a live draw on Twitch, to be honest, which will then also go out onto the podcast. So there are all the different ways uh, to enter. We're not sure of the timescales of season two yet. So we'll, we'll announce when we start season two, 
we'll announce the closing date. Like I say, the winner will be announced during season two of the podcast as well. Um, and like I say, we're going to contact the winner via Facebook. So follow the page so we can we, we, we can get hold of you basically and send you a DM and uh, get your address details and which T-shirt it is you want to win and all that sort of stuff. I've been talking for a little while, Carlos. So back on Christmas, it's also a little bit of a plug, a cheeky plug. We talked about giving and receiving. So Christmas is a time for giving. But it's also <laughs> it is also nice to be on the receiving end. Oh, so yeah. if you if you want to reciprocate, listener, and give us a present, then at the top of my Christmas list would be an iTunes review, obviously. Well, I would have said a Tesla, me, or a Rolex watch. A Tesla. Oh no, <laughs> man, I don't you know. I'm not I'm not asking for anything that costs money really, but um you know, and like I say, just those things I've mentioned there, just by subscribing to us on YouTube, following us on Twitter on Twitter and followers on Twitch, uh, it all helps with the with the social media and the presence and, and circulating the, the name of the podcast. Um, another good way, again, this doesn't cost you anything, but if you're a Prime Amazon member, you basically get one free Twitch subscription. So um, if you're already paying for Prime, all you've got to do, uh, if you just Google it, you can just uh, go onto your Prime account, you register your, your Twitch user account, and then you again come to our page, and when you hit subscribe, if you just scroll down, it, it actually um, asks you if you want to subscribe and use your free Prime membership. So, like I say, you, you're already paying for it in your Prime membership. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it just bungs that Prime membership over to our channel, and we can use that towards our hosting costs. So it auto lapses after one month as well. It's not continuous, so you can if you are a Twitch user, you can throw your sub next month at another channel or you can give it back to us it's uh, it's totally up to you i think i worked it out that um even if uh people subscribe just for one month if about 20 people did this it actually pay for our podcast hosting for one year so um yeah so and again like i say it costs you nothing it's included in the in the price of your amazon prime subscription so so great if you do want to contribute more then you can check out our merch store. Um, again, talked about the link before. It's all over Facebook. It's in our all, all my links in the podcast description. Anything you do buy from the merch store, whether it's a hat, a mug, um, a T-shirt, um, basically we, we just put 50 pence on the top of it, of each item. So that again, that will be that will come towards the uh, podcasting, the hosting costs, and also things like giveaways. So. Um, so yeah, the more the more of that we get, the more stuff we can give away. Basically, so yeah, we're not in this for the money. We just want to spread the love, basically. And also, uh, put put our interesting views across. Hopefully, people will find our views interesting. Last but not least, if you do have a product, if you've got your own product or your own business, or you just want to sponsor sponsor us and get a mention on the podcast, again, contact us by Facebook, Twitter. You know, DM us, follow us, and DM us on any of them, and and get in touch with us. And we we you know we'd we'd love to to do something for you guys as well. So that's absolutely cool. So that's it. We can crack on with the main part of the podcast, really. Well, well done, Andy. There, that was a mouthful. That well done. It was. It was a lot, and uh, I typed that all down the other day, <laughs> uh, so I could read it out. So, uh, back on to Christmas questions, Carlos. Do you remember when you found out Santa didn't exist? Uh, wait, what are you on about? What do you mean it doesn't Oops, exist? What? 
No, it's Sorry, just uh, <laughs> no. It's uh, a. Uh, I, I think I was probably. I think I was. I was probably late. I was probably it's sort of either single digits. So it was like eight, nine, or something. I still believed. I think because I, re- I can remember because my mum used was. Uh, I remember I used to sit down uh, with my mum, not my dad, but my mum used to sort of like used to write letters to Santa Claus, put food out, carrots for the reindeer and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I think I was late to the table, mate. I know most people grow out quite uh, quite early, but I know I was at eight, nine. I still believe me, I think. But yeah, it's uh, my dad didn't like it. My dad wanted to tell us straight away, no, Father Christmas doesn't exist. But my mum said, stop being a Scrooge. I think my mum just told him to bleep off, basically, and just say, no, the kids will learn in their own time. But yeah, that was it. When you found out, was it like a shock to you? Or did you think, oh, you know, I knew he wasn't real. I think you sort of sit there. Going on. I think you go sit on. there and go. You sort of sit there and go. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I already knew that. I already knew that. And you thought, shit. It's like you, you learn. That's the way I learned. You did go. Oh my god! Someone had to sit me down. I think you gradually might hear people on the playground or something, and they go, Oh yeah, I already knew that. I already knew that. But no, I, I think I was probably I was definitely eight nine years old. I think I was. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I ate that age, isn't it? That they find out. Um, my daughter, I think, I think, I think the magic, shall we call it, is still there. But she come home the other day and said that someone in her school had I said, told her, had said that uh, it wasn't real. I was like, all right, okay. I so, think it's the uh, kids yeah, nowadays was... with social media and stuff like that. Kids know more now than when we were that age because obviously we knew obviously. Obviously, everything we did, we did through magazines or books, where now kids will say, most kids now, eight, nine years, ten years old, just say, I've got a smartphone. So they just Google everything they say on YouTube or, yeah. or Facebook or Instagram and stuff, or Snapchat, for example. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I can't really remember, mate, when when I find out. I, d- I don't think I had to be told. I think I think it, it was one of them where I just... God, is that skeptic in me? People probably go, "Oh yeah, Andy, don't believe in anything, does he?" <laughs> but definitely, you probably, yeah, you probably me. didn't believe. You probably wanted evidence of uh, Santa Claus. <laughs> I think he, the, the, just a little fact: the name Santa Claus derives from is it Sinterklaas? Is a Dutch name Sinterklaas derives from that oh, Santa wow. Claus? Well, so I've, got some, I've got some. I've got some Santa facts. I've got some Santa facts. Okay. So, See uh, if I know because I read. I read about that because it, it's from Saint Nicholas. I think it's from the Soviet Union. I think it was, or oh, Russia. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I, I I mean, there was a time I remember me and my brother. We used to share a room. We had bunk beds, and I remember. Um, I remember saying to him, "Let's let's stay up tonight and let's let's try and catch him coming in," because. Uh, what my mum and dad used to do is we, we would literally wake up and there would be like a sack or a bag of presents. Um, Waiting. The, well, yeah, yeah, at the end of the bed, like sort of thing, you know, one with my name on, one with my brother's name on. So it's like, right, so he's, how's he got in there? How's he coming with the bags? Because obviously you thought, and I remember trying to stay awake. And when you're a kid, trying just laying there in the dark, trying to stay awake. You, you can't. Just, you just fall asleep, aren't you? It's the quickest way. It's the quickest way to fall asleep. <laughs> it's like you've. Uh, it's yeah. like just coming from the pub, and you've had a few scoops, and you said, "You know what? I'm not ready for bed yet." You put some toast on. You put the. You put the TV to watch a film, and by in half an hour, you're just dead on the couch. You just literally just zapped out. Yeah, there's no way. I've done it so many times, and by one o'clock, two o'clock, I was zonked out. 
But usually I still get up at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Bobby Shafter in the chat room says, I was five, heard the rumour in the playground in P1 that he wasn't real. So stayed awake and caught my, my old man attempted to fill the stockings about 11.30pm. He made me promise not to tell my brother he was two and a half years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't believe you. St- That's what me and my brother tried to do, but I couldn't stay awake. It's like my my I had an older sister. Uh, I had two older sisters, but they never they never sort of took the surprise away from me. They just sort of like they thought it was probably cute, Is or but uh, my little brother yeah, still yeah. believes in him. Okay, Carlos, let's let's look at some of the facts then. Yeah, I mean, you can Google these. They come out every single year. They get updated year after year. Um, but uh, how many million children do you think uh, Santa has to uh, visit? Visit, yeah. Okay, so if we let's, Just, let's do the math. So there's probably about uh, there's probably 7.8 billion people on the planet. Say there's going to be about say four or five billion of them are. Is it in millions or billions? Did you say? Give it, give it me in billions. Yeah, give it me. In I'd billions, say there's yeah. probably about 1.5 billion children because I say it's going to be about four to five oh, billion you're adults. You're not far. 1.9, and I oh. think I've got these stats from these stats are probably a couple of years old, just because they were better than the ones that came out in 2019. So 1.9 between uh, between zero and 14 years old. However, he doesn't visit everyone, does he? So uh, especially if you've been he naughty, he won't visit you. Yeah, a lot, a lot of countries, stroke religions, don't um, don't believe in um, Santa Claus. They have different things and stuff going on. Um, so let's say you just went to all the Christian type, the ones that he believed in. It's actually uh, that actually reduces it to 0.6 billion, so 600 million basically. Yeah, that's true. That would make so obviously in the Middle East, China, they what they won't uh, yeah. recognize it or believe it. Yeah, you're probably yeah. about right. Europe and America and South America. Yeah. Uh, and that equates to about 172 million homes. And then if you take into effect the time zones and the rotation of the Earth, Santa only has 31 hours, um, which is about 11, sorry, 111,000 seconds to deliver to 172 million homes. That well, he, is... has hel- he has helpers, although he has helpers. Oh, does he? Is that how he does it? Because if he was That's doing it on his own, that would be 1,540 homes per second. And uh, but some science bods have worked that out, and uh, that's basically it's 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 under the speed of light, but it's close to the speed because we know that nothing can travel faster than the speed of light. But apparently, it's quite close to the speed of light. So, uh, but I find something. So everyone's done these speed calculations and stuff before, and we even sit there and watch him. Um, on, on that NORAD tracker, that's quite good. You'll have to check that out, uh, Carlos. You can actually see this little sleigh flying around from country to country um, on Google Maps. But uh, how much money do you think it would cost him? So, so, so let's say, so he's got good kids and he's got naughty kids, and he leaves like coal for naughty kids, doesn't he? What did, did you get anything if you're naughty? Like uh, anything? No, I was always a good boy. Me, I was a good Catholic you boy were. when I, I was a naughty boy from eight to fifteen years old. So I was a good boy. God. So <laughs> these people, they said, okay. So let's let's say let's say one percent of kids are on the naughty list, right? How much coal is that in tons that you would have to give out and carry around? Oh no, one percent of, the... of uh, six hundred million. So yeah, you know, uh, you're looking at that's probably six million tons or something. 
It's actually only 120 tonnes. But do you know how much okay. 120 tonnes of coal would cost? 120 tonnes? Yeah. Ooh. I'd probably say about a million or something. No, man. It's cheap. I don't know why we uh, we don't we don't all burn coal in our houses for heat. Is that... Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. I've just Black smoke. It. Black smoke in it. That would... Well, no, I was joking. It's because it's running out. Um, it's only 72k. You can buy 120 tonnes tomorrow for £72,000. So, bargain. I don't know where you'd put it all. So, how much do you reckon he spends on the 99% that have been good? How much, How many billion pounds? I've given it you in billions, so you know it's not millions. 2.5. 2.5 billion? Yeah. 59 billion. 59 billion. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. That's, if you think about that's that, pretty that's pretty much how, that's, that's Warren Buffett's uh, estate, that. Yeah. Well, that's it. They're saying that uh, there's only a few people could afford that. And because uh, that's how rich they are. But he does this every year. But that, that's, a, that's, that's, that's 60 billion into the economy leading up to December, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Globally, globally, not just the UK. But um, it's a lot of money in it. I've got some Santa myths for you to um, debunk or whatever if you want to do, Carlos. I think you'll probably know the answer to a few of these, but let's see. You can play along in the chat room, play along at home if you're listening. Carlos, did you know why we know the classic Santa as the guy in the red suit? Uh, oh, it was St. Nicholas and... Why is it, why why do we envision him in modern day as this big jolly man in a red suit? Oh, uh, good question. I don't know. Don't know this one because it, it derives from the the name Santa Claus, which was Santa uh, Claus, which is Dutch, and uh, it was a guy who Saint Nicholas. Uh, red, I don't know. Red probably easier to see or something, or I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Don't know this one. Don't know it. Well, Bobby Shafter on the chat room's got it. He's in the Coke advert, and Mr. Paris also says Coca Cola was it. Oh, right. well, so, so Coca Cola give us the the uh, the idea. Well, this is the myth. This is the myth. So Bobby and Paris have fallen straight into it. Um, Kate also says that my six-year-old told me today he used to wear green. That's correct. So the myth goes that Coca-Cola designed the modern red-suited Santa Claus as part of an advertising campaign. Coca-Cola did start using Santa in advertising in 1933, but Santa has actually been portrayed almost exclusively in red from the early 19th century. So they didn't actually invent the red Santa Claus, but they did jolly him up a bit and make him a bit more rotund, shall we say. A bit like your granddad or something like that kind of thing. Someone friendly. Yeah, so. the big, you know, the big jolly guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, historically, uh, yeah, he used to wear green and brown and he was either quite tall or sometimes like elvish or even like a little weird sprite. Uh, and we're going back way before the 19th century uh, again. Well, I was, I was thinking too deep there. I was thinking religious because it was a Christian... Oh. It was a Christian... Uh, um, from the uh, sort of 300, yeah. 400 AD. And he used to help all the poor children who were neglected and used to take presents and food to to, to make him feel better and surprise them. I was thinking something like red would stand out so you knew he was different to everyone else when you seen him. 
you could recognize him in the street. I was thinking too oh, deep. It, it was um, it was Saint yeah it was Saint Nicholas originally. So obviously you know Saint Nick, um, and he um, was the patron saint of like lost souls, children, the patron saint of prostitutes and basic people hard done to because apparently again i just got this from a quick google he, he saved a couple of people he gave oh he gave a couple of women whose uh husbands had died and they didn't have dowries and they were going to get sold into the sex slave uh, sex trade or something like that and he gave them some he gave them a gold coin each or something so they could buy themselves out and um he be, that's where he became a patron saint of this, that, and the other, as well as other good deeds he did. So he was Saint Nick, and uh, obviously the stories went from there, and uh, like you say, it changed to uh, that Santa Claus game. Number two, Carlos. Jingle Bells, it's a classic Christmas song, isn't it? Uh, yes. Is it? Let's wait for the chat room. Yay and a classic Christmas song. Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. Jingle all the way. Jingle. Oh, what fun. Yeah. It's to ride on a one-horse open sleigh. It has to, unless it was... The, the melody all was taken from somewhere else. And we, when I say we, uh, the people sort of from the 30s or 40s put the words to it or something, or just put different words, I'm assuming. Like football songs, okay. they're taken from hymns, from mass, and they put their football team on top of it. And we're looking too deep into it. Well, what actually happened, so Jingle Bells was written by James Pierpoint. In 1857, Pierpoint was an American, and the song was it was originally called "One Horse Open Sleigh." <laughs> it was One horse open called, what? <laughs> it was originally called "One Horse Open Sleigh," okay, which is obviously a line in the song, and it's about Thanksgiving and winter fun. So it's oh, not okay. actually, it's close to Christmas, but it's actually about Thanksgiving. In fact, again, if you Google it, there's a couple of lines in there that would that have been taken out of the Jingle Bells which uh, make it more obvious it's about Thanksgiving and just playing around in snow, basically. Um, but yeah, it, it literally, you know, people got hold of it and just changed it slightly over the years and it became the classic Christmas carol. So I was right so, then. So it basically was an old song and we just rewrote it using the same melody, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember who was responsible for rewriting it and changing it, but um, James Pierpoint wasn't... He was... He, I can't remember. He said something like... Um, plagiarism's all fine and good but when you do it don't go changing all the words as the old saying in music industry it says where's the hit there's a rip that's what you say <laughs> yeah number three Carlos how many wise men were there in terms of uh, Jesus you're talking about here yeah yeah you're, you're a you're a bible worshiper uh, the bible tells us there are three wise men doesn't it yeah the, the Margies yeah so there's three Bobby Shafter says four. Kate says five. The Bible doesn't tell us there were three. Matthew 2.1 tells us that when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, yep. there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Did you notice the word three? Because I didn't. So they put three there for, I don't know why, three, the Holy Trinity. In the name of the it's, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Also, because they mentioned three gifts, but there could have been anything from two to two hundred. Um, but yeah, because it's gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But you know, we could have got loads of different gold presents and loads of. Different well, three is the magic number, isn't it? In terms of in terms of like the uh, uh, 
name Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So they probably used just kept it all free, free everything that most it's, people do. It's either it's either that. Or we are now all in a different reality, and it's a uh, Mandela effect. And it used to say three, and it no longer does. Number four was Good King Wenceslas a real person? Yay or nay? Uh, I'm gonna say no. You're gonna say no. Okay. We'll see what the chat room say before I reveal. Oh, Bobby says yeah. Kate says no. Mr. Paris is still googling. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Mr. Paris says yes. So, Good King Wenceslas, he was a real person. But was he a king? No, he wasn't. Apparently, he was only a duke. Was he called Wenceslas? Or Wenceslasless? Uh, no, he was called Vaclav. And was he good? Uh, possibly. Is it a, no. a good person, you mean? Or... Yeah, because, you know, good King Wenceslas. So, the king, he's, we know he's not a king. So, we know it's this. If you to rewrite it, it would be uh, good duke Vaclav. Uh, but on the on good, so they've got the king wrong and they got Wenceslas wrong. But it was based on this this uh, Duke Vaclav, right? Was he good? Uh, no one really knows, basically. Um, but he was uh, succeeded um, by his brother, and his brother was called uh, Boslaws the Cruel. Uh, and apparently, he really earned his name because uh, he killed Vaclav to take the throne, basically. Or to take the dupe ship or whatever it is, and I think history then later on um, rewrote it, rewrote it. it say. Yeah, they, they sort of yeah they sort of like promoted him from a duke to a king basically when they sort of rewrote it and they, and they made and because he was killed by his brother they made they made him out to be like the good guy sort of thing. But yeah, if you, other than if that, you look at history, if you look at history, it's always like from the Bible, Cain and Abel, Cain kills Abel. Uh, if you look at sort of like uh, the way the Roman Empire uh, was created, it's Romulus and um, oh, Romulus, uh, Romulus and I can't remember his brother. He, he killed him, Romulus, and he, that's how the the city of Rome was created. So it's it's always stories in in our Old Testament Bible and old historical sort of like a literature. They've always got like a warring brothers, and one kills the other to take over. And we always sing poems or sonnets or or even create stories about them. Sorry, films about them. But yeah, I love stuff like that. Last one. Last one for you, mate. So, I can't, I've not been keeping score, uh, but... I think zero, I've got zero so far, I think. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you sort, you've sort of been close to some with the, the, the Coca-Cola thing. You just didn't know yeah, it was true. Coca-Cola. So, have you got an advent calendar, Carlos? I've not this year. Uh, not this year, no. No, because it's like uh, a Man United, being a good boy. Man United advent not where... At the moment, United have been naughty. This year, United have been naughty, so uh, no, I haven't called for them. But no, uh, my nieces, I bought my nieces one, but I've not kept one for myself because I'll end up eating all the chocolates before the 25th of December. <laughs> and did, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the danger. And when, when did they uh, open the first one? When Did they open it when uh, Advent began on the 1st of December? I, I'm, I'm assuming so. I can't say for sure, but yeah, I would, I'm assuming they would have probably it opened start, it on the 1st. It does start on the 1st of December, doesn't it? It does start on the 1st of December. Yeah. But knowing my nieces, they'll probably get hungry and eat it at night time. So they probably had them all now. Oh, this, so, uh, this, is but... this is my question for you, Carlos. It oh, sorry, sorry, on... mate. Sorry. It does begin on uh, on December the 1st, doesn't it, Advent? Yes. Been opening all these calendars for years. Does Advent begin on December the 1st, guys, in the chat room? I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say yeah. Bobby says yeah. Oh, no, 12 days before. That's Arnat. You're thinking of 12 days of Christmas, Kate. 
so apparently, well, not apparently, actually, Advent begins on the nearest Sunday to St. Andrew's Day, which is the 30th of November. So this year, Advent actually began on the 27th of November. The idea that it starts on the same day every year was put about by the manu- manufacturers of the Advent calendars, which never used to have chocolates in. They used to just be little like cards with windows and stuff with little messages in. That's why you still get the little pictures and messages. You know, when you open it and you get your chocolate, uh, a lot of them still do have that. Some don't, some don't, obviously. But um, so the manufacturers of these Advent calendars, they're making them every year and it, it's always going to be different. Sometimes it's the 27th of November. Uh, sometimes it could be the 3rd of December, whatever. So every advent calendar is slightly different depending on the year. And, and you know, all right, I'm going to print 10,000 of these, but I might only sell 5,000. What am I going to do with the rest of my stock? So they came up with the fact that actually we're just going to say it's 24 days. It's the 1st of December all the way up. And then that way they can reuse the same design. They can sell a full stock. Buy it for and, next uh, year as well. Exactly, exactly. You just don't put a date on it. That's why sometimes all your chocolates are start going white because they didn't sell the last <laughs> year and you've, you've been flogged them this year. You know what? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a subject which is bypassed me. <laughs> it's, what, Christmas? <laughs> no, the, the actual, all this knowledge on it, I thought I need to read up. I'm reading a book on lighthouses at the moment, so I need to read up on Christmas <laughs> and all the it's facts and figures and stats on Christmas. <laughs> So, yeah, that's it for Christmas. That's it for Christmas. So yeah, yeah, it's a shame uh, we didn't have Nick on. He might have, uh, he might have won that one. Seeing as you did, so awful. But uh, no, you weren't bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's you know all these all these traditions and things that we're so used to, and our kids is used to because they've not been told. You know, all you know a lot of them change because of people nicking it and bending it for manufacturing and advertising campaigns and stuff like that. Don't forget you can leave us a review on iTunes and we will mention it on the show, or send us an audio message to get your voice on air. You can ask us or say anything you like. Check out the links on our social media for our merch store. Each purchase will contribute 50 pence towards supporting the podcast. Also subscribing to our YouTube and Twitch channels, or sharing this podcast with friends is very much appreciated. I tell you what, I tell you what is happening. I mean, it was Carlos's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Carlos. It was indeed. Thank you, thank you. So uh, you and Nick sent me some nice uh, messages, which uh, will never be shown in public because it'll be X-rated. But yeah, I had a good birthday yesterday. I'm um, 20 years, 28 years old plus VAT and stealth tax, so you can work it out. <laughs> but yeah, I had a great day yesterday with... Uh, what's the, what's the... With, Tax. Is it? That's oh, that's just you know what you don't get hit with stealth tax. That's when the government add extra tax onto. I'm sure, so, uh, obviously, it's quite deep going into that. But stealth tax is when you add more onto the government, add more tax on, so to get even more out of you. But I think that's more hit to most companies rather than consumers. But yeah, I read about stealth tax years ago. Let's talk about uh, the monolith. You love the, you love the monolith, don't you? I don't, I don't love the I don't love the monolith. I want a, I want a serious discussion about what you think this is all about, right? So at the time of recording, 9th of December, as far as I'm aware, not looked at the news today, but as of yesterday, it's now on its fourth appearance. It started in Utah, it disappeared. Then there was one one in Romania that said it was identical, except it wasn't because it had all these 
scratchy scruff marks all over the top of it. Then that one disappeared. Then it was appeared in California, and that was a nice little shiny one again. I'm not sure if the California ones disappeared because I've not seen that, but I know that one appeared on the Isle of Wight. So it's on its fourth appearance. By the time we get to the 24th of December, it might all be out. You might all know about it, and it might have been exposed for whatever it is, whether it's aliens, whether it's copycats or some sort of global global prank. What do you what do you think it is, Carlos? I think it's I just think some sort of I, prank. clearly it's not one person. Because obviously, with the travel bans, it'll be a uh, bit first. It'll be expensive unless you, money's not an option. I'm thinking so it, it could, or is it? Is it? Some I sort think of a community, a community. So, for example, we've got a community of people on here. So, if we've got 20, 30 people, and we're from the UK, from area people from Edinburgh, from Northern Ireland, Manchester, London, and so forth, we could just sort of like you, you do Northern Ireland, you do Scotland, I'll do England. And that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll, we'll get a design and we'll just sort of start plugging it. And at the end of it, there'll be some kind of website or some kind of um, sort of propaganda. This is us behind it, but, but we're also behind this. And this is going to be our future product. So I think it's going to be a community of people. I can't see it being one or two people. The cost involved for traveling the countries will probably be into tens of thousands now. But like again, if money's no option, uh, not, uh, not worried, then you can do it. But I think do it's you a think community it could be someone people. like the Masons or something like that that have got that sort of network, and also they've got that sort of you know they're all you know they're not all, but there's a lot of like builder type, uh, builder, uh, uh, joiners type things that could get you know that would have access to sheet metal like that. And some of the photos you only need you know, it only needs to be thin. Take a photo of it. Yeah, like an aluminium or something. Like yeah, get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. It only needs to be a thin sheet. Don't have to be freestanding. It depends if you're going to leave it there or just take one picture in a remote place and then take it away and say, "Oh, it was there. It was definitely there yesterday." The only thing I can think of is like anything else. Once you get to like say crop circles and you start looking at where they've been done. Say for example, if you look at it, it's like these six or nine of them, and you start looking at what part of the world it's been uh, pinpointed. Then you connect the dots. Is it a shape? Is it a some kind of message? Uh, it could be some because obviously certain things like the, the 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 Egyptian pyramids they are sort of like at a certain angle pointing to the uh, Orion's belt. So these could be pointing to certain uh, celestial stars. So obviously people not look yet because uh, I know the Utah one they they didn't want to announce the uh, the exact GPS location of it. Although I think someone on Reddit might have worked it out by the rock formations. I'm not sure. And again with Romania, I'm not sure. But they all they always seem to be in some sort of national park. Uh, the Isle of Wight one, it, although it was on a beach, the beach was owned by the National Trust apparently. It depends so. on what angle, uh, or what place it's being placed at. And it's like it could be something to do with like a sundial or some kind of monolith. It was pointing to a certain. With all these uh, things that are coming out, I'm not saying it's extraterrestrial, but it could be look up into the sky on such and such. Like, it, it, say it appeared on the 9th of December, and it says, on the 9th of December, look up, and above it could be some kind of craft. I'll just give you an example. And it, it obviously, they says, we're telling you where to look, but you decided not to look. I know it could, I'm just giving you sort of far-fetched answers, but it could be a, just a random joke, or it could be, looking at key points, you know, like um, leaving breadcrumbs. It's up to you to decipher the message. Listener, if you uh, 
if you want to be one of our regulars on the chat room, you want to get mentioned in the podcast, you can find us on Twitch. Wednesday night, 8pm UK time. I know that might not be great for uh, people that don't live in the UK time zone, but there you go. Facebook, I normally put like a little event up, but pretty much you can get us on a Wednesday night um, around about 8pm. Well, I say 8pm. Normally, it was 9 o'clock just before today that we turned it on. Sometimes if we've got our acting gear, it's it's closer to our fate by the time we all get synced up. Me and Carlos get synced up and test everything and it's all ready. Carlos, go on. You want to you want to talk about this? I think we're going to do a podcast episode on this because I know oh, you've sent me this, some stuff. I've not looked at it, but some UFO announcement type stuff. This is going to go. This has gone national and viral, I should say, across the world. A um, a Israeli sort of high ranking security officer who's eighty seven years old is uh, is released information that. We've been in contact, so the Israeli government and the United States government have been in contact with aliens, extraterrestrials, and his name is Haim uh, Esh. His name is spelled H-A-I-M, Esh is spelled E-S-H-E-D. He says, uh, Donald Trump has been in communication with extraterrestrials. The reason why it's not come out yet is because the world is not ready for the information. Every major newspaper outlet has ran with it. It's ran with it. For some reason, it's not on the front page. Everybody's still talking about vaccine or the election. But he's actually gone on record. A high-ranking Israeli uh, government uh, member has said, we've been in contact and we've been working with aliens for years, years now. But it's up to Donald Trump if he wants to come out and tell us the truth, that yes, it's confirmed. We are not alone and we've been working with them. So it could be Donald Trump's last thing before the 20th of January when he does hands over to Joe Biden and he, he tells the world, by the way, we are not alone. We've been working with aliens for years. But here's a pot- I- and the next president, Joe Biden, is an alien. Dude, I am definitely going to look into this. Um, maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. Definitely not today, in fact. Definitely not tomorrow, probably. But I will look into it and we'll probably... Um, We'll probably do a, a catch up on a, another episode about it, maybe with. Oh, I've got so much information on this, but like you said, it'll be All another right. two hours of it. I'll get, I'll get some info. My gut feeling, my, as a skeptic, is this is like your announcement when you said that the Pentagon have announced that the UFOs exist, and when I looked into it, they Pentagon didn't say anything of the sort. It was. Yeah, oh yeah, it it was when Joe Rogan released that information, but. It's, it's a clever. It's a clever way. <laughs> you it, It's a clever. It's a clever way of drip feeding information. It's a clever way of doing it. Slowly well, been, drip feeding. Been doing this since nineteen eighty nine, man. That's what they were saying when I was reading UFO magazine, and I would I was taking in every single word of it. I don't. I don't think we're. I don't think. Think, believe in this stuff. I know we can go in for hours, but I'll just keep it short. But I think we're not ready for the information. I think even I, people like myself and well, you. And I said it- that 30 years ago. I said that 30 years ago, man. I said that, and it, well, not quite 30 years, but almost. And it was like, we're ready, we're ready. And, and oh, no, too many we're not, religions. We're not, people, people we're not, we're not ready. People just making excuses. Just, if it is, if it is, it is get it out there stick around for some bloopers and outtakes and if you have enjoyed this please give us a like and subscribe okay i'm gonna get me a drink of water drink a... oh shit can you hear me yeah can you hear me
Yeah, good. I'm shitting shit myself. I've just, I just fucking pulled my earphones out. So Santa's a pimp. <laughs> no, he's not a pimp. No, I'm just, I'm just reading it. It made, it made me laugh, that's all. I know, I know, I know, I know. Bobby Shafter and Mr. Paris. So, Bobby, I thought you had just made that up. Cooking Wensless last looked out on his cabbage garden, bumped into a Brussels sprout and said, I beg your pardon, you can't make that shit up. I've never heard that line. The, what did we all skunking Wensless last looked out? Of his kitchen window, silly bugger, he fell out and he broke his elbow. We I don't remember the song. I remember it, but I can't remember it. <laughs> right, that's definitely going in the uh, in the bloopers, uh, especially when I sing it.